Hi, welcome to On The Daily Season 2, a podcast focusing on authentic and acoustic entrepreneurship. My name is Danielle McCleary. I am your host. Y'all, I just left a nine-year fitness career to pursue full-time entrepreneurship, so I am in the trenches with you, but I got big dreams of being a millionaire and helping other people to become millionaires as well. So together, we're going from stuck to unstoppable, and I'm so excited that you're here for this ride. Let's freaking go. Hi again. Happy January 2022, y'all. I'm pumped about this year. I know there's people that are like, you walk very slowly into this year, don't touch anything. I just don't, I can't subscribe to that. I think we have to walk into every year with intentions and with um, a knowing that we are on our way. And so I wish you a very happy start to 2022. Uh, Today, I'm bringing back one of my best friends and one of our top rated episodes to date or the the guest with the top rated episode uh, to date. Her name is Kelly Balch. Um, I interviewed her last June during Pride Month um, and today she's back and we're talking all about knowing when it is the right time to level up or pivot or change directions or... I guess just morph. Uh, When is the right time? How do you know it's the right time? What are the steps you take toward that? And I just think you're really going to love this episode. I think it's so perfect for the start of a new year. Um, Kelly is on a very fun path in her life and she's going through that currently, which she'll tell you all about in the episode, but enjoy this episode. As always, I appreciate your support for On The Daily. We are coming up on a year old, which is crazy town. Uh, I And I just couldn't have done it without all of the support we've received. So thank you for that. If this is your first episode, head on over to Apple Podcasts. That is where all podcasters get our metrics from. So if you go over to Apple Podcasts and you hit the subscribe button and then you give us a five-star rating and write us a review, that is how we get this podcast out to more people. You can go listen to it on Spotify after that. We just need the metrics from Apple Podcasts in order to continue to grow. So if you listen to this and you love this podcast and could do me a solid, I would appreciate you so much. Uh, And with that, I give you Kelly Balch. On the Daily Family, we are back. I told you I would bring Kelly uh, Balch back onto the show and she is here with us today. And we're here to tell you that we're starting a band. Yeah. Hi, welcome back. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me again. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so excited for this topic and for just, you know, having a chat just like how we do. Yeah. About this stuff. You were one of the most listened to episodes of this show to date. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely. And we're coming incredible. up on one full year of On the Daily. Next week is one oh full year. Oh my God. Daniel, yeah. this is huge. That's incredible. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. We've learned a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We've learned a lot in 2021. Wait, you as a person or the show all collectively? I mean, both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I learned a lot as a human in 2021. It's crazy. I saw this meme the other day and it was like, what did it say? I don't want to fuck it up. It said 2021 was the bur- the best uh, or it was how or isn't it crazy how 2021 was the best part of our life and also the worst part of our life. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was so relatable for me. Like 20 I mean, I know 2020 for you was more of like the year, but 2020, it kind of all rolled into 2020. No, it definitely, yeah, it definitely rolled in. And it, I think it was just like, almost all of us were in this like transition state of like, what, like, what do we do now? Mm-hmm. I feel like 2020 to 2021 was the same year. It was, it absolutely was. Mm-hmm. I saw an, a meme as well that was very, I think, pretty spot on with what was, what's been going on for the past three years. And it, it showed, uh, 2020, it showed a woman just like holding a plant, a brand new baby plant in her hands with soil just, you know, still just bare and barely just one little seed in like a little leaf. And then the second of 2021 showed her pouring water over herself and the the plant a little bit growing. And then 2022 is just full on bloom of her just holding this. And I'm like, that's pretty much 
I think on an emotional, mental and spiritual level, what's been going on. Yeah, I think that that is actually what a lot of people will experience only if, though, people are willing to leave their comfort zone because comfort zones have become like very, I mean, because it's safety, right? Comfort is safety. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing really about the world or like the environment or the political climate, right? There's nothing about any of those things that's comforting or safe right now. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really easy for people to get stuck in their comfort zone, whether it be professionally, personally, financially. And so I, I agree. I think that 2022 is the year that like a lot of blossoming is going to happen if people are willing to leave that comfort zone behind. Because I think for a lot of people, that comfort zone has now begun to stifle. Uh, uh, yeah, I was just about to say, I was like, I think almost everyone, at least the people that I've talked to, is that they've gotten to a point of their comfort zone where it's gotten just so ab- obscenely loud and uncomfortable that they have no choice but to get out of that comfort zone. Yeah. I mean, well, and like, I think you get to a place in your life where you go, I'm so like, I got, I've been in this position before. I mean, I've been in this position a lot, especially over the last year where I go, I'm so sick of my own voice. I'm so sick of what I like, not my own voice in general, but just my own voice (laughs) in this setting. I'm like, you're on a podcast, clarify. You know, she's, I literally, I have a podcast. I started a personal development business. Yeah. (laughs) So there's that. No, like, I mean, in this setting, like I've been in that position where I go in this setting, I'm sick of my own voice and I'm sick of making excuses for why I haven't taken the leap to that next level, which is a really great segue. It is. Into this episode because- you are currently in that that space. I am. I Tell am. Tell me about it. So, I mean, again, just this everything encompassing of what we just actually said about the past two years now transferring into this year, it's gotten to the point where the uncomfortability of who I was before has gotten so loud and like my new path, my new shedding of skin, so to speak, has gotten so loud of just to do it that I needed, I needed to just listen because it was just now coming not in the flow of things anymore. And so for those of you who haven't heard Kelly's story, I urge you to go back to season one and listen to her episode. She was during Pride Month. So you can find her episode sometime around June in one of the June weeks of last year. So last year. Um, yeah. <laughs> but she, you've been a, how long have you been shooting weddings? I'm coming up on my 13th year. Yeah. A long time. It is a long time. And that was kind of the start of entrepreneurship for you, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Absolutely. I would say, you know, the first time or the first year was just like, okay, let's give this a go. And then, uh, you know, it takes, I think, a year to establish a business. And so for the second year, that's when it really, I hit the ground running with business. So, I mean, technically it's already 13, but I I count my actual growth of business and me solidifying that I'm going to have a business by that second year. How long were you broke of those 13 years? Oh my God, that's a beautiful question. I would say, yeah, first year, first year and a half, I was really, really broke. Really broke. But were you happy? Yes. And it didn't matter. And I'm so grateful for the support system of my family and friends to be like, this is awesome. Keep doing it. You know? You're like, is it awesome? We'll see. (laughs) It's interesting. As a Capricorn, you know, we care a lot about money. But I had enough trust in myself that I'm just going to make it work. Because you're also an MG. I am an MG. Yes. For those of you who don't know, if you don't, if you haven't downloaded the My Human Design app <laughs> and look, like really looked into your human design, you got to know where you were born. You got to know what time you were born and all of that good stuff. But similar information to what you would find for your birth chart, um, it's going to tell you your human design. And Kelly, you're a manifesting generator. Yes. Which is crazy because like, what are, what's a manifesting generator up to for 2022? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, first really quick, we'll do a recap of what ex- exactly is an MG. Cause I still am very new to this and you're the one that told me what that was. Yeah. So I can read it to you. Yeah. Really quick. <laughs> While we're here, um, this y- y'all like, you know how much I love astrology and like, obviously so does Kelly. She's literally written books about it. You, you really have to look up your 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 human design because it really does tell you so much about 
who you are. And I think also it teaches you how to know other people. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. You know, like you have to know people. So manifesting generators are multi-passionate people, which you also are only 11% of the population. Yeah. That's so interesting. Which is crazy because I know so many MGs. Like I posted a, uh, a thing on my stories. Yeah. I posted a thing on my stories and so many leaders in network marketing are manifesting generators. And I was like, well, that makes sense. Like, It does make sense. Yeah. Well, because it says you have various passions and are meant to do varied things in one lifetime. However, we live in a world that tells you that in order to be happy or successful, you have to choose one lane and to stay within it, which is just not true for you. Everything that sparks (laughs) passion inside of you is trying to get you to follow it. And if you do, it leads you right to everything you desire. Your challenge is to defy what society tells us about how to become happy and successful and show us a new way of doing it. An MG's gift to the world is to break us out of the box we live in for our lives and expand our perspective on what's possible. I mean, that right there shows exactly what's what's going to happen. What I'm transforming into next next year is I'm breaking out of many boxes. This year. But also- it's 2022. Yeah. Next not next, next year, year. This year. This year. Well tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> no, because by the time this airs, it's the third, baby. Oh yeah. We're by, in the future. <laughs> by twenty twenty two, this is what's gonna be happening. Breaking out of these boxes. And knowing that, I just felt so much confirmation of just like, yeah, I have so many different passions. And I've always wanted to bring all of them together because no matter what I know I'm gonna inspire. I'm here on this planet to inspire. Just like a lot of many of you, everyone. Everyone is here to inspire, finding their truth, being so authentic to who they are. And so that's like what I've been kind of been really understanding and listening. This year was a big just like listening, sitting, sitting with myself, challenging myself in different type of scenarios and situations. And then and then following up with, okay, what was the reaction that not only my body, but the feeling, the emotions that came with that Mm -hmm. with that. And you know me, I'm very, I'm very authentic to what I'm feeling and feelings change drastically. Like nothing is temporary, right? Every, nothing is permanent. Nothing is permanent. Yeah. You are like that. And you've stayed very in your lane when it comes to your work. Yeah. It's funny that you say I was staying in my lane because I've, I've realized how I was going to be able to, I was following one passion, but I was divoting it out in different ways. Like I'm not just a wedding photographer, I'm editorial. I now do portraits and celebrity works. Like I did family. So I was still getting this variation of change. And so that's what's the bit, one of the big transformations is, is like really being sensitive to which ones that I, was I actually getting energy back? What was bringing me joy? What did I feel in each type of photo shoot? And I realized, you know, weddings were a big, I would say, I mean, I love love. We've discussed this in your past uh, podcast episode as well. But it got, I got so sensitive of feeling everyone else's emotions during a wedding that it started overwhelming the, the love aspect. And so that's what I was noticing that was really taking away my joy was, being, I don't even know how to word this properly, but just like being very overwhelmed by another type of energy than the one that I was actually hired to do. And you were shooting a lot of weddings when you were in like the thick of your divorce too. Yes. And you know what? That is a little bit relative because what it has to say now is that I was feeling, you know, un- I, w- I didn't have a person. So I was very much like, okay, I'm free. People can feel that no matter what, if they're subconscious or not, of feeling like, is their energy attached to something or someone? And my energy was very much attached to just myself and my, you know, my client or whatever else. But then that was, I think, opening up a lot of what I what I'm kind of wanting to say of just like how it was overwhelming with energies with the attention of that. And it got really unwanted as mm. well. Like by people at weddings, just like the the energy that everybody came to you. Yeah. Well, because you're, you're a manifesting generator too. And you also just like are a very empathetic person. And I think when people are really empathetic, A, B can read people really well and C like literally cannot have a surface conversation to save. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. When I'm in, when I'm, when you have me in front of you, I will pay so much attention to you, be super present and actively want to listen and be curious about who you are. That's who I am. Is that draining? It's, it's not draining because I love to connect. Like you asked me a really beautiful question of like, where do I feel my most, you know, where I am in being genius or what was it like? Yeah. When do you feel you're in your genius? When am I, when I feel I'm, I'm most in my genius is when I am connecting with people and being curious about what their story is. But what was draining was that they were misinterpreting that as me actually like liking them or, Mm. you know, that I was just, my pure intentions were being misconstrued. And that was what was becoming more unwanted by each wedding. I think that's just so, I think this is so interesting because people, we talk a lot about how men are a little bit sexualized in the wedding industry, like male photographers, male DJs, the groomsmen, you know, all of that. It's just so, it's it's not surprising. And it, but it, we don't talk about it enough. Like you, especially as an LGBT, like, lifestyle photographer who shoots you're I mean you're one of the more the more prominent LGBT wedding photographers in the world I would say at this point and you're like kind of an uh, like you're probably very over sexualized in that industry by like all the guests (laughs) and their sisters yeah and and their fathers and their brothers and their uncles yeah mostly their grandmas though because it's actually the grandma thing because yeah because I just yeah. love dancing. Greasy you know? is really, Greasy gets hit on by like the older generations all the time. Yeah. I don't, it's the energy. I don't remember the smile. Maybe it's her smile. I mean, I actually haven't even talked to any other colleagues about this, female colleagues that are, that are in the same LGBT community as, as me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would like to know that too, and see if this is the same story for them, but it's just became such an issue this year that I, I, it made me really reflect again, going back to like, after every wedding, what, why was I being so sex dry? Sex, sex mm. Why was okay. I being so sucked dry? <laughs> and what, what were the causes? What were the reasons? How did I feel? Did I let, you know, what was going on internally? And it, it came to the point where I realized that, okay, this is actually not really fulfilling me anymore. Mm. And how can I, I, I came across a wall and what did I want to do with this wall? Did I want to scale it? Do I want to turn around? What was it? And I really wanted to just look at the signs of just where can I go next? How can I pivot? And, you know, and I think in business, a lot of us come to a wall where it's just like, okay, well, now I reach what I can, what, what I can get to. Where do I go now? I've and done all I can do here. I done, yeah. Yeah. And so those were asking wow. the, the hard questions. And I mean... I've felt that that that's like such a relatable feeling. That's how I got at SoulCycle. Like, yeah, I've done all I can do here. I think you and I are similar. And I know that there's so many people out here listening to this podcast that are the same way that you feel like I like to master everything I do. Like if I'm going to do it, like we're not half, there's no half-assing it with me. Like we're either going to do it or we're not. And if we're going to do it, I'm going to master it before I move on. But when you've mastered it and if it's no longer bringing you that same level of like good energy and like filling you up in the way that you know it can by, because you say being in your genius means connecting with people. And if in the place that you mostly connect with people, you're no longer connecting with people in the way that you are filled up. Yes, exactly. Do you think that's the moment you real like, and I, and I think this is applicable to any business. Like, is that the moment? Is that how you know it's time to level up? It's time to- 1000%. You nailed it. It's that that's the time to level up when it's just like, okay, well, I am giving my my all into even just a conversation or an interaction, a transaction, right? And, and just an all around relate relationship transaction. And I'm giving my all to this and I'm not giving that same type of intention or transaction back. And that's what I realized is like, okay, this is I am giving more out than what I'm receiving back. And so that's, I think you can see that in any point or aspect of your business when you reach that limit of just like, okay, let now, yeah, this is a time to level up. What, and manifest, manifest the new type of relation and transactions that you're actually wanting. Did you ever get to the point where you would like phone in a wedding? Like not actually phone in, but like, I mean, and we don't have to talk about obviously which weddings, but like, did you ever have the, like, because you started to feel depleted and like it was no longer giving you that same like, recharge that you need as part generator like did you ever do a wedding and afterward you go wow I really didn't 
put everything I could have into that. Oh, and that's what it comes down to. That's, that's, that's a shitty thing. There's so many different. Feeling. That's exactly. Here's this is my my fucking pride and joy in this life is literally to express love and show love. And then now it's gotten to the point where I'm like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm not all in it. And and I, it showed up in my work or even just the delivery of things, the business aspect. I I didn't want to do edit weddings for for just the sake of like I had no more left to give of that type of trans, you know, that transaction. And that's when I was just like, this is a big issue because I want to stay super authentic to myself. That's what makes a great business person. And I know that this is in your, your hype, your hype you. Like I realized I was not being authentic to myself anymore and therefore authentic to my clients. Yeah. And that's a really, I mean, it's like you said, when something is such a huge part of your life, like all, and I, I relate this to soul cycle so much. And I mean, and even some aspects of network marketing, I relate this, like there's points where you go, this is like helping people to become the best version of themselves is literally what I am here to do on this planet. That is yeah. literally why I am put here is to like remind people how powerful they are if they tap into their greatness. Yeah. And when I'm doing something that I've devoted a lot of years to that used to fill me up in that way no longer does. And then I would get home from class and be like, I did not put any effort into any of that. And I just, I don't even know what I said. I, and you know, would anybody else ever know that? Of course not. But that's not what's important. What's important is if you know that. And if you yeah. know that deep in your heart that what you're doing that should be bringing you life and joy and energy in a positive way, if you know that it's no longer giving you that, guess what? It's never going to start giving you that again. Yeah. Yeah. It's time to it's time to evolve it. It's time to switch it up. It's time to quit that thing and move on to something else. It's time to pivot, whatever it is. And this isn't a bad thing. And that's another thing that I want to really address is essentially everything has cycles. Yes. And when you reach an end of a cycle, you're going to just be like, amazing. Thank you so much. I am so grateful for everything that I've learned, everything that I've grown in this process. And what's the next, what's the next thing? Lesson release. Yeah. Um, this is the part of the leveling up. So that's what, like, I don't want to be like, oh, oh my God, the weddings exhaust me. No, I reached a point where I was just like, okay, I, I learned what I needed to learn. And now I want to move forward. And again, taking away what I learned, what I loved most about weddings was emotion, love, mm -hmm. expressing that connectivity with, with, the, the essence of someone. And I can still do that, not by shooting weddings. So you're no. not going to shoot weddings anymore? I'm not. Unless <gasps> is this the big announcement? This is the big announcement, yeah. Very bold. <laughs> on, top of, on top of what I, again, going back to, we talked about spirituality in, your, in the podcast before. And you know that I've been on this huge spiritual journey just as much as I, you have as well and, yeah. and every, all, all of our friends. And that was the main thing that I was diving into is like, Here's this type of version of me that I've always been connected with, but not very expressive with it. And then it wasn't until like a couple years ago that I started, you know, being, being an empath, I started really using this type of energy, you know, just listening to others and feeling their energy. And that really helped me with my career. It really did. And now I dove even more into you know, reading energy and it's gotten me into a whole different path. And then we're talking about past lives. So I'm going to be doing more so going to the past life version of connectivity and connecting with people. Cause I think that this is something that's really helped me in my spiritual growth of learning who I was before. And I want to share that with people if they want to, if they want to, you know, dive into that as well. Yeah. So what does like photography look like from here? Um, I'm going to be very, very picky with who I actually am going to be photographing. I'm still going to be photographing a lot of like editorials and celebrities because ironically, they are very obviously honed in with their boundaries and tolerance of energies around them. And I think that now I see that respectively. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, wait, we have to talk yeah. about this. Because when you're starting out, people that are doing better than you, people that are more successful than you, you 
immediately there's this this like energy block that happens where you go, oh, those people are really conceited and I want nothing to do with them because they don't really have the time of day. And then as you grow in your leadership, as you grow in your profession, as you grow in your entrepreneurialism, right, you get to a point where I, it, I, it was a it was something I, a quote I read and it said the most successful people say no more often than they say yes. Yeah. And that is something that you learn. So to hear mm-hmm. you say that, now you look at those people, these celebrities, people that yeah. don't have a lot of time for mm-hmm. unnecessary energy because they've gotten really good at knowing their boundaries. That's something that we respect now. It's huge. Yeah, it's, I really respect it. And, and obviously hanging out with some celebrities, I'm just like, oh, I see what they're doing. Like this is, I mean, Lady Gaga's, uh, her documentary, she she says it a lot, actually, you know, and she has, it puts a toll on her body to tour. I mean, many celebrities actually are now speaking about this, of how touring is just like, gives off so much energy. And that's kind of what I don't want to relate touring to weddings, but that's the same thing is like, I'm giving so much energy to not the couple. I give it to literally everybody at the wedding. And I think a lot of my clients even know that they're like, just like, wow, everyone loved you. You know, it's like, it's very important to me to do that, but it's gotten so exhausting because again, the energy that is not equally received. Right. And then you're not, you're not exercising your genius the way that you know, you're meant to be exercising your genius. So you are still going to shoot weddings, but you're just going to be very selective. Very picky. Yes. People are going to have to pay that money, honey. Pay that money. But I am going to be, this is really big as well as I'm going to be really focusing on, since I'm not going to be the main person to shoot, I'm a one person show. I wanted to now focus on, you know, doing workshops and helping people to actually connect with their client on their most authentic self as well and capturing that essence as well as highlight my associates. I have, I have incredible associates that I got this year. Amazing, amazing photographers. I want to really highlight them, you know, and teach them what I've learned. I mean, that's that's the best thing. I think that's also like a huge moment in leadership when you get to the, when you get to like the max at whatever you're doing for yourself, the, like the next thing to do is to give it away. Yeah. And to teach others to do it as well. I think that's also a really good like, that's a really good check, uh, not check. What's the word I'm looking for? Like a moment where you go, oh, it's time for me to level up. Yeah. Yeah. It is a check mark. I mean, we go through stages of, I think our growth, right? Whether it be business or, or even just you as a, as a human, you, we go through these checkpoints. I was actually looking up um, the details of rites of passage mm. and there's three stages. Oh my God. I got to have to look this up really quick. Please look it up. I just think it's so cool. I think it's so cool how you're going to highlight your, well, because also you can't properly highlight your associates if you haven't reached the max. Exactly. Not that you can't like, and don't, you know, if you're listening to this, don't take, don't, don't misconstrue my words. Like you can absolutely teach people things before you're an expert at something. However, your, her associates, right? Anybody that's like, that you're teaching, they can't reach their full potential unless you blow the lid off and like are willing to get uncomfortable first. Oh yeah, exactly. We, we learn, we, we go through, you know, I mean, as business people, I think, I feel like we all go through these stages where we're just, we're doing things just to learn and we learn and we, and we keep on for it. We keep on going. And so it's like, we are pioneering this part of aspect of our own business and then now that we pioneered and paved the road and we're like, all right, cool. Now you guys can come up this road. Let's go. And that's exactly what I want to do for my associates or even photographers that want to be, I think, adding another depth and layer to just photography or, or to photography. You know, it's just I, I realize that having sustainable clients is by connecting with them on a deeper level. And how you do that is you listen to them. You create a safe space for them. You get to know them on a, on a deeper soul level. And then they trust in you. You trust in them because you give the same energy transaction as, as back, you know, of just like, I'm here for you. And I think that's how successful my business has been for the past 13 years is that my clients really trust me and I trust them. They keep coming back. I mean, this is like the whole point of my workshop the other night was like, you will never sell anything. Nobody will ever buy 
or care about your products or services unless they care about you. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I saw you read that. That's exactly. And that's what I'm, I'm going to be speaking about in these conferences, but using it with with photography because it's it's hands down for every type of business person or entrepreneur. Exactly. I mean, that's the thing. It's like people will go, oh, well, that's really more, that's really more for that industry. And it's like, no, like it's not just for that industry. Like, I don't care if, I mean, it's the same in the fitness industry. Like I tell, I, I say all the time, like right now in the fitness industry, there's a lot of instructors, right? There's a lot of photographers in the photography industry right now. Yeah. Yeah. But there's not a lot of teachers in the fitness industry. There's not a lot of like human focused connectors in the photography industry. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I mean, I, I love this because this is exactly like I, I see so many photographers. They're all so talented, so amazing. But what's the one thing that I realize that I connect with another photographer is that they care so in depth about their client, about how their soul is, how they're how they're feeling how they, you know, showing so much empathy towards their clients. I'm like, that is a new type of brand of photographers. That is a leveling up of photographers. And we're not just talking about photographers. We're talking about entrepreneurs. So I love that. I love this, that we're on the same path of just like, all right, here's this type of business. We know how to do this. We know how to market. We know how to advertising. That's all good and grand. But still, someone needs to care for you just as much as you need to care for them. And that's how you get sustainable clients. You and, and I mean, I would flip that. You need to care for your clients, whoever you're selling to. You need to care for them before they care for you. And then how do we how do we even start having the energy to care for our clients is we care for ourselves first. And then that goes back to what I'm talking about on a deeper level. I want to connect with people because I re- uh, with these past lives as I realized that they have really helped me understand who I was before and ha- who who I become now. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm I want to add that into that of just like I care about you so much. I want you to learn and grow in depth of of this type of version or aspect of who you are. Are you having a little bit of an identity crisis? I mean, I'm a Gemini moon, so I have so many different versions of myself. So I wouldn't say identity crisis. I'm actually just starting to understand and love all the different versions of who I am. Yeah. And now bringing it together. I think if you, I think if you are like, you know, there's a lot of people and I I think you're, yeah, you are one of those people. I mean, I had a little, well, no, I didn't. (laughs) In theory, I had a little bit of, a little bit of an identity crisis when I left SoulCycle in terms of like, I had moments where I would wake up and go. Okay, so I'm not a fitness instructor anymore. <laughs> exactly. Okay. That's what I've been for a decade, but sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, and I think I think also a big piece of leveling up, you know, pivoting, changing, like growing your arsenal of like what you offer. I think a lot of it comes back to just because you leave something doesn't mean that you can never do it again. Exactly. Yeah. Like a door can close and stay closed. Like you can burn the boat and still, you know how to build a boat. So if you need to rebuild a boat ever, like, you know how to do that. Like, sure. You burned it and like, it's gone. And if you really needed to, you could re you could rebuild a boat. Yeah. I think that's like, what's a really important part of entrepreneurship to remember is like, okay, I closed the door on like being a fitness instructor. And if there's ever a day that I'm like, Oh, you know what? I really fucking miss teaching. Soul yeah. Cycle. Yeah, exactly. Like I want to be filled in that aspect again. Yeah. Like I could go do that again because I know how, because like, that's my foundation, right? Like yeah. you, as you embark on courses and conferences and workshops and past life regression and probably more books and like all these <laughs> other things that you're going to embark on and you are embarking on currently, you still know how to shoot a wedding. Yeah. I mean, I love our, I love your analogy, by the way. And since we love astrology so much, I look at it as just like the orbiting of planets. Yeah. You know, Pluto is way out there, but then it comes back. All these are different cycles. You know, it's just knowing which version or which, which planet of this type of aspect of your life is going to be in full, like what kind of cycle is that? Is it going to be a smaller or a bigger one? It's like the return so, of Saturn at 27. Yes, exactly. And then we have one at 35, which my, I'm coming up on. So next year. Yeah. That's interesting. That's exciting. Yeah. It's interesting. I think, I mean, and that's the thing too, is like a lot of people, you know, especially I know a lot of you listening to the show are like younger than 27. Like, I feel like I changed so much after 27. Oh yeah. In what way? 
Yeah. Like there were moments where you like, I really, I really realized like who I was and what I was no longer available for after yeah. 27. And then after 32, then I really was like, I have no time for I have no- <laughs> it starts honing in. Right. Well, I'm also a generator and like literally the motto of generators going into 2022 is that we're going to say no more. So what are you saying no to? Anything that doesn't serve me because, because like the thing with generators and human design is like, we, our gift to the world is literally shining light on people. That's our gift. That's what we're here for. So teaching other people that they can be anything they want, being the best version of themselves. Like that's literally what I'm here for. But like a real generator can't just run forever. Like eventually you have to recharge. And I think I will get into the thing, especially gosh, especially since like really diving full time into entrepreneurship and like not working for anybody. I'm constantly like, yes, 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 yes. New opportunity. bring it Yes, I'll take it. Yes, I'll do that. And it's only hurt. It only hurts me in the long run because it hurts me emotionally. It hurts me mentally. It hurts my energy levels. It hurts my ability to have connections with other human beings. And I'm going to really practice this year saying no more. Like if I'm not a hell no or a... If I'm not a hell yes. intensity with that as well. Yeah. If I'm not a hell yes, then I'm a hell no. And that is going to be a huge shift for me this year because I'm, I'm like a person who's like, no, you know, I'm like, I'm saying no, but I'm shaking my head. Yes. And then I try it on and like, then I'm yawning the whole time because I'm like, I shouldn't have fucking said yes to this. (laughs) It's quite beautiful that you, you're feeling that, um, I mean, there's, there's this huge, I think there's like this just monograph that I read before that says that, you know, your body, obviously we know that our body changes every seven years chemically, physically. And from the ages of 28 to 35, we're supposed to attain or start attaining physical, mental, and emotional maturity and getting to that point of that's our final, final like end of our potential imagination and creativity is at its peak as well. And then we just begin to accomplish what we, our mission is for, for ourselves. That's how it feels. Yeah. Is that how it feels for you? Absolutely. Like, I feel like everything I've been working towards the last decade has like brought me to like what I'm about to really embark on. Yeah. So like, there's a little, so right after I left SoulCycle, I was like, oh, there's a, there's this like private gym. That's kind of like, we work for fitness instructors on the West side. I told you this. I'm going to, I can go teach a couple classes a week there. And like, I can just like still teach, but like, I'll be teaching for myself. It'll be great. I was never a hell yes to that. From the moment I said it, I could feel it in part of my body that I was like, that's not what I want to do. Like, yeah, you're, you're doing that. You're going to do that because that's what people expect of you. Yeah. And I think for you, you've stayed shooting weddings because that's what people expect of you. But then we're also not giving people a chance to see what else we're made of. Like when we keep that, like, A, that's selfish because like it's never been about us in the first place. You know, like it it was never about me. It was about, you know, I mean, and it it is, it's like, it's, it's equally about you and not about you at the same time. And I, I realized very quickly after leaving SoulCycle that like, I don't want to teach fitness I, yeah. I, that's not what I want to do. I, fitness, teaching fitness was the training wheels that I needed to become what I'm meant to become. Oh my God. I wanted to say this to you on the phone. I was like, everything that you literally been starting to do at very little, you used to be in acting, you said, you used to be in dancing, right? And then you got into Soul Cycle, which helped you really speak to people and like talk to people and really starting to be like, what do these people need on not only a physical level, but emotional and mental level. Mm-hmm. And then like you are at the point where everything in your life has brought you to now. Yeah. And I saw that yeah, and I saw that I wanted to tell you that it was just like that is just so beautiful that you've been training for this moment your whole life. And sometimes the training is longer, sometimes the training is shorter for other people. You can never compare. We can never compare. Sometimes and the then, training's exhausting. Sometimes you wake up and you go, "What the fuck am I training for?" Yeah, exactly. Oh, that yeah. Like what the fuck this, am I doing? Yeah, like we all go through periods of that, but you have to remember, like everything you've done has prepared you for this moment. Yeah, every heartbreak, every up, every down, every job, every job loss, every ever. I mean, and I say this like I say this with a broken heart, but like every like 
massive loss. Mm-hmm. Yes. My dad dying about a year ago. Like that was the worst thing that has ever happened to me. Yeah. And I see now as much as this, like, it like makes me want to throw up to say it. I know it's true. Had that not happened, there would have been a block that I wouldn't have been able to get past. Yeah. Professionally, personally, in my relationship with Breeze, like as a mom, you know, like it, like it, everything you go through has prepares you for who you are becoming. Have you ever felt at a young age that you knew you were supposed to be at a certain point in your life, but you got so frustrated because you weren't there yet quicker? Yes. And then you look at it and you're like, oh my gosh, you're looking back and you're just like, wow, everything that I needed came in small micro and macro instances that helped me grow. Well, because I'm, I grew up not really having to like, whatever I wanted, I got quick because I master things quickly. And as like a six, two generator, meaning that like I'm a natural at a lot of things, I would, I would like master things, but it wouldn't be like full expression. Yeah. Do, Do you know what I mean? Like I got really good. I, I had a lot of success acting. I did really good. I had a lot of success. Yeah. Full cycle. I was super successful. It yeah. was never, I never, it, like it stopped one level before like what full expression could have really been. Yeah. And I would get so fucking mad because I'd be like, <laughs> why? Well, like, Yeah. Like there's still something, I'm not there yet. I still feel like there's something else that needs to happen. Yeah. And I mean, I feel the same way. I mean, I honestly feel the same way about network marketing. Like I love network Mm -hmm. marketing. I love my, I love the business. I love the brand. And like, I got to the top of my business and I had a moment where I go, it's not, it's not it. Like it's, this isn't my full expression. This still is not my full expression. And what, and what I want you to hear, if you're listening to this and Kelly can totally like elaborate on this, because I know that you feel the same way. There will be people that will, when you do that and you constantly are pivoting, evolving, switching, adding things on, there are people that will say to you, why don't you just stick with one thing? Yeah. Why can't you just stay in your lane, right? Like you're a manifesting generator. Like this is your whole life. But like, why can't you just stay committed to that thing? Why do you have to change your mind so much? Yeah. And like, you're not changing your mind. You are literally going through what is the gymnastics of your life to prepare you or like, you know, the Olympics of your life to prepare you for that gold medal ceremony. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My path is not just one way. It's like omnipresent. (laughs) It's all over. Have you been told that before? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. When I, oh my God, I halted my career as a photographer because I was going to, I think I said this to you before in the podcast that I was going to join the military and then, or law enforcement or something that actually was, you know, sustainable and that had a, had a paycheck and had insurance and benefits and a 401k and a 401. Yeah. All that good stuff. And I was just like, I don't feel like that is going to be me expressing what I truly want to do in any way. And I just was like, no, I'm going to, I remember my mom, I got done. Like I quit this job, uh, being a set photographer on this, on this feature film. And I was just like, this guy, the director was a dick. And he was just really just taking, you know, ownership of his power in the wrong way. And I remember being on the phone and my mom was just like, Kelly, you cannot just stay with in one job. And I'm like, no, no, I, I, I'm, I haven't even found the job that I even think is actually worth my time to stay in. I don't even think I want a job. <laughs> yeah, I want to create my own job. And that's actually what it came down to is just like, again, I, I didn't find a job that was worth my time. And then I was like, I'm just going to create my own then. Did you ever feel like you were just going, like there were some things you did, maybe like even over the last 13 years of being a wedding photographer, like, did you ever, cause you kind of touched on this, like having those moments where you go, I know that there's something more, I know that there's something more and I don't know what that is yet, but did you ever feel like I'm going through the motions? I'm doing what I need to do because yeah. something tells me that like, I can't get to that step unless I do this one, even though like, I know this is not like. Yeah. And no, and, and this is like, and we, and that's, I think you actually said this before too, is that like, you're going to be going and come across these scenarios where you're just like, okay, why am I here? Well, then you have to re-navigate your brain and be like, what can I get out of this? Mm. Although I'm not, this is not where I want to be. What can I actually get out of this? So I would be photographing some stupid shit. And I'm just like, no matter what, I'm going to network. 
I'm going to make sure that they there are other people here that are probably in more successful ways or routes that I want to be and network with them. And that's just like one thing. Right. And even with weddings, I'm just like, I know that I still need to be in weddings for a certain amount of time to build my brand, build a very, very like successful wedding community as well. And now I feel like I've reached that point where it's just like, like you said, I'm pretty successful in the LGBT wedding community. And now I'm just like, I want to share that. I want to, I I feel like I've mastered it. And now I want to share what I've learned. Because you're not meant to be in a box too. Like being, we all are not. No, all and being, like getting yourself into this, like this pigeonhole of like, oh, you are the LGBT wedding photographer. Yeah. Okay, well, that's a pretty good sign that like now I need to move because I was never meant to be in a box. Yeah. And if I'm in a box, then I put myself in that box and it's time to move out of that box. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I did the same thing with fitness. Like, oh, Danielle's a soul cycle instructor. Like when yeah, people started that's... telling, introducing me as like, Danielle, the soul cycle instructor, I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm so, you're I so much go. more. We said this before, we are multifaceted beings. Everyone is. Everyone is. Every single human being on this planet is a multifaceted being. But we, and Instagram drives me nuts because you only see literally one, maybe two layers of that. Mm -hmm. And and then the algorithm got stuck so bad where it's just like, and this is just one social media platform. We do this in life where we're just like, oh, this is this person. We're only going to come to them with this person. So I know it's hard. Yeah, it's really hard. And it's like, no, you don't even know half of who I am. And therefore, it's almost training us to only learn that part of version of who we are. In a way, though, I also feel like that's that's a perfect example of like, it's a step that I know we I need to take, like niching down my Instagram and like becoming the it girl for like one thing right now or like right. three things right now. I know that it's not the end all be all. And I know it's a step, but that's like a perfect example of like, ugh, I know I have to fucking do this. Like, I don't yeah. want to just I don't, be you don't need this, to. but I know right now that's what needs to happen because it's right. going to get me from this step to that step. You're right. And I literally was just saying, I was like, you don't need to. And I'm like trying to inspire that, but I'm like, no, this is the, what we're talking about is like, there's these things that you have to do that, you know, you're, is going to help get to the point of where you want to be. Yeah. Like I, and I've reached the point where it's just like, everyone sees my photography on my, on my Instagram. But don't even know the half of how spiritual I really am, how it means to me to connect on a soul level with someone, unless you actually hire me and you're like, oh, shit. Like So many people tell me that. They're like, oh, my God, you actually are like, like, wow, you have depth. And I'm like, this is so sad. So sad. Hopefully my Instagram, I need to either do it a little bit better on my Instagram you know, by showing that other layer and versions of who I am. No, I think it's your new, I think this is just like that new path you're taking. I think you're going into this, like, I called you, what did I call you on your, Kelly 2020, 2.0 2022.0. Yeah. <laughs> like you're going into this and I think it's, it's just, it's a perfect example. You are just in that space of you're kind of reinventing your wheel a little bit right now. Yeah. 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 yeah it's so hard. It's so hard because I think I, I do think people get, you know, cause I just said, I'm going to not be, I'm going to be a hell no if I'm not a hell yes. Yeah. But there are, there are caveats to that. Cause at the same time, I understand that like Instagram is a really great way to build awareness of your brand. And if you're not niching down and focusing on that one thing, there won't be any brand awareness because of the way the algorithm works. So I think it's like, it's understanding the constructs of like society mm-hmm. and then just working within that as long as you need to. Yeah. It's so interesting though that you say that everything is interesting today. You <laughs> you just said that there people don't know you have depth. I will post I told you this before. People I'll post something about you like for my birthday, you know, like from mm-hmm. this beautiful sound bath that we did on my birthday. Yeah. And so like people messaged me and they were like, "Who's that girl on the left? She's hot." And I'm like, Yes, Kelly is a very beautiful human being, but you don't even understand that like the most gorgeous thing about this human is like everything that has nothing to do with how she looks. And and we just had a beautiful sound bath that was like a very deep experience. Yeah, like it's your birthday. And it's your birthday. And it's my birthday. 
birthday. Hello. <laughs> first of all, the first thing you should have said was happy birthday. Your friend's hot. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I mean, going back to what, what, what was sucking me dry with weddings was that's what it was kind of, I was just being more objectified physically that I'm just like, no, this is defeating the whole purpose of actually me connecting with you uh, on a more spiritual level. Of who I am, you know? No, it's hard to have a deep conversation with somebody who's like, I love the wedding. Yeah. Aren't you doing they just like the most gorgeous couple ever? Like <laughs> you're trying to have like a deep conversation with somebody it's at a wedding, so- they're like spilling champagne on your beautiful shoes. Oh, that's ha- I love that's so funny. That's happened so many times. The stories, oh god, I need to write a book. One day I will write a book about I told all you the you were gonna write stories. another book. Yeah. Cause they're just the funniest stories that you're just like Okay, what happens at weddings? Oh my God. <laughs> what really happens at weddings? For an empath. For who, an empath, specifically. Who is on this planet to connect with humans. <laughs> That's what I a think part all artists two. are. Yeah, there's I mean, like every... three parts to that book. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're moving into the unknown a little bit. Yeah. It's exciting. Actually, it's not the unknown, it's where I was supposed to be. Yeah, it's maybe not the unknown, the undone. Ooh. Oh, I like that. The undone. You're moving. I have come undone undone. to do the undone. Yeah. 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 Like, and I I just think this is really awesome that this is the the episode for the very first one of the new year, because I think, honestly, Cal, like, I think there are, are so many people who learned over the last two years that you don't have to work for other people if you don't want to. Yeah. You are allowed to change your mind, B, and Mm -hmm. C, there's no cap. The only cap that you're going to have on your financial situation, your professional situation is the one you put on yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for a long time, and I think it's like people are breaking the matrix a little bit of that, like, I have to go to school and get a job and stay in that job and not ask for a raise because if I ask for a raise, I'm selfish and I have to just keep doing what I'm doing. I think people are breaking out of that matrix a little bit and realizing yeah. like, no, I can <laughs> I can do what I want. I can be who I want. Yeah. That's the piece that the people are getting stuck on is they're like, yes, I want to do that. And then they go, okay, but like then I actually like have to do it. So Yeah, but I also hope what the past couple years have told us and taught us was that You know, nothing is permanent. So even if you decide to make this decision, absolutely nothing is permanent. And that, if that doesn't fit you, if it doesn't suit you, doesn't bring you joy, it's not bringing in or giving the type of, you know, things and outcome that you actually wanted, then change it. We can literally manifest everything that we want. And everything you don't want. Be careful And everything you don't want. So yeah, definitely... Have intention with literally told somebody. I literally told somebody a week before I rolled my ankle again that I was like, remember when I rolled my ankle two years ago? Like, how crazy would that be if it happened again? One week later, I did it again. Like, you will manifest what you don't want as quickly as you will manifest what you do want. Yeah. So those feelings of like, when you know it's time, like, how do you like, in your opinion, like, how do you know it's time to pivot, switch, change it up? level up? How do you know? So I wrote about this in my post. I think we always know when it is the right time. It's just when we have the courage to do it. So having a pause, if you are, if you're in your job and you're just like, I am so unhappy and you express it in many different ways to many different people, sit and and take a pause and ask yourself, why am I unhappy? Take away what makes you happy and then separate the things that don't make you happy. That's when you need to alter your and re-manifest those new things into a better job or a better passion of yours or a higher, more elevated way to expressing those joys. And that's what I think, I hope going into New Year that a lot of people are going to take away is like, try to do everything with an intention. The intention of what brings you joy, but also what is part of making you feel your most genius right I love that that you said that yeah that that can go for anything I mean that's like I think about like new year's new year's resolutions people are like I'm gonna eat right I'm gonna go back to the gym I'm gonna do those and I I I think you just nailed it you do the yes do those things if if eating healthy and you know not you know clearing your body of inflammation and getting back onto a gym routine is something you want do that 
absolutely do that. And, but it's not the doing it that's going to change your life. It's the intention that you put into it. Yeah. You want a new job. You could absolutely quit your job and go get a new job. But if the intention isn't there, you're going to end up right back where you were. Exactly. That's so. I mean, that's what we said at the very beginning of this. Like, 2022 will not look any different than 2021 if you're not willing to get uncomfortable. And getting yeah. uncomfortable looks like changing your intention a little bit. Yeah, having courage, like unwavering courage, unwavering courage. And how we have find courage is knowing that our intention is to succeed, to do exactly what we want to do. Do you think courage is found through doing? I think it's definitely. I think it's actually comes in the knowing. Mm. It comes in the knowing because and then once you have enough, like, again, going back to saying intention, once you know the what your intention is, I think the action comes afterwards of just like, that's what I need to do. It got like I said, my change of this happened all year. I was literally feeling this type of heaviness that I needed to change all year. And it got so loud. And I finally was like, OK, I need to sit down, write out what's going on within my body, my body was having a physical reaction to it. If your body, if you're literally, if your body is inflamed, oh my God, you know, if your body is inflamed, if you're going through any type of headaches, sleep or issues, any, any big issues, listen to that. Ask yourself, what's, where is this happening in my body? And when, what instances is this happening? And then just, I guess, yeah, just putting more intention and focus on what you want, what makes you happy, what fills you up. I was, I did a, that training I did the other night was um, like, I talked a lot about like, you have to know what your core values are, your non-negotiables, what you stand for, who you are, what you stand for and what you know you bring to the table. Yeah. And everything you do, every goal that you set, every intention that you make has to be founded on those core values. So like if your core value is love. Yeah. Then everything you do, every goal you set has to be founded in love. Mm-hmm. If you have a, if, if like, you know, one of my, one of my core values is like optimism and I don't mean blind optimism. I don't mean like, like everything's great. Right. I mean like optimism that hurts sometimes. Yeah. Every goal I set has to be founded in that. I love that. We should do a workshop together. I think that would be really cool. Hype University. That would be really cool. Kelly Balch. I really am excited for you. Thank you. I'm really excited for you. And I'm really excited for all of the people that you're going to add value to in this new chapter. Because I agree, you do have a depth about you that a lot of people haven't accessed, partly because you haven't given them the opportunity to access because you haven't opened yourself up to that. Yeah. I just, I just know just, I mean, partly from like being one of your BFFs that you have a lot of depth that is going to translate into just an insane amount of value to other human beings. I mean, it's what you've given to me and to Breeze, you know, like, and Owen, I mean, it's that it's the relationship that we have, you know, that's like that kind of depth and love. And it's just what you're going to give to so many more people now that you're opening up yourself to that. So I'm really excited for you. Thank you very much. I mean, it goes what we said before is that how I feel what what I'm giving to somebody, they're giving back because they're opening up and receiving it. So they are also helping, again, this this type of relationship, this transaction. It's and, it's really, and, and how you are even opening up to that type of depth is knowing that depth yourself of how you can. So you are... So that's why I even like, I'm not, I'm not just going to help people. I'm at least just embracing like, Hey, you're not alone. You have depth as well. I see that you've worked hard to get to that point of knowing who you are and let's talk about it. I would not be surprised if most of the people that you begin to work with as, I mean, I'm sure like, yes, absolutely. You're going to work with photographers because like you said, there's a huge opportunity there for photographers to become deeper human beings when they do their work. I would not be surprised if like five years from now, we're having a conversation probably in some tropical place because we'll both have like (laughs) nine houses around the world. (laughs) Um, I won't be surprised if a majority of your clientele are not photographers. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of scary though? Like, no, it's not actually. It's That's not. Okay, good. Because it was really for. fucking terrifying for me to be like, oh, wow, really? could I like actually help people who aren't in the fitness industry? 
Yeah, wait, really? It was, but not anymore. It was briefly. You didn't like, think for like about that. You didn't think that this was a, like, or uh, what, like how, why did you not think Because it, it had become so much a part of my life. Like fitness was. Right, like, right. Wedding, for, like wedding photography is who you've been, you know, yeah. for the last however I mean, long. it's what I've shown to the world. It's not who I've been. Right. And, oh, that's a good and, point. Yeah. You know, and, and thankfully it's, I, I didn't make it my world. I, I. And I made sure of that. And that's probably what like was you lost in it. I, I, I didn't get lost in yeah, it. Yeah, I relate to that. I never made SoulCycle my identity. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely my identity. Um, even though some people attach me to it and make it my identity, I still didn't. I was just still making sure of like, no, this is not exactly who I am. Like, I'm an author. I'm a writer. I really want to focus more on that as well next year. It's so crazy because when I introduce you to most people, I don't introduce you as like, an LGBT wedding photographer. Like I always, whenever I talk about you, the first thing that I usually mention about you is that you're an incredible, like one of my most spiritual friends who's like incredibly tapped into past lives, which is crazy, but it's not crazy. It's actually not crazy crazy at all, but it's so interesting because then people will go, Oh wait, like I'll tell them to go follow you. And then they come back to me and they go, I follow Kelly. She's like one of the best photographers. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I literally say the same thing about you, Danielle. I'm just like, Danielle, she is, you're one of the main people in my life right now that is just so inspiring that actually genuinely champions me mm. and other people. That is r- so rare and hard to find. It is rare. It's so rare. Well, it's rare because a lot of people can't, they can't allow themselves to be around people that are maybe doing more or maybe like, and I'm not saying I am like this to you, but I'm saying like, like there are people that can't be, they can't hang out with people more successful than them because it makes them feel bad about themselves. When in, in reality, like I love hanging out with you because in a lot of ways you have been more successful than me. And I'm like, Ooh, that's the kind of energy that I need. Like it's about surrounding yourself with people and not successful money wise, even just like awareness into intention, spirituality. Like you've been such a huge spiritual guide for me. So that is like, I, and you have, sorry. And you have for me again, because you allowed me to embrace myself. And that's what I mean of like the, this type of beautiful transaction is like, you are one of the most spiritual friends that I have. And how did we even get to that point is finally actually having trust with one another I mean, like, well, this is also what I want to show you and talk to you about. And holding each other accountable to that. I think we talk about this a lot, but I think true friendship, right? True love is radical honesty. Like radical honesty is one of the purest forms of love that I think a lot of people in relationships, whether that whatever that relationship is, they they miss. And I mean, it's why Breezy and I are so good together because radical honesty is at the forefront of our relationship. Yeah, absolutely. I hope this doesn't come across people of just a love fest on your podcast, but just knowing that our type of relationship is, I think, something very, very valuable of who to other people of who they want to be and succeed in life is that you are what you listen to. You Mm -hmm. are what you eat. You Mm -hmm. are who you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. Vibration matches vibration. Yeah, I would say like if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't have friends like that. That's your first that's your first hurdle. Absolutely is you got to go, you got to go find people in your life like that. Because, because the three things that are going to hold you back are your partner. Yep. Your community. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like your mind, like your own, your own self, your own like trauma, like your, yeah. your the trauma that you haven't dealt with. So you got, and I, this, this is what we talked about on, I don't know if you listened to it, but, um, actually last week's episode was with Jen Kennedy, who's a money mindset coach. And that's uh-huh. what she talks about is like, your, your person, your partner, your community are the top two things that'll hold you back. And I'm not saying to go out and like break up with everybody that no, like, no, yeah, there's a balance, but you got, that's, that's part of like creating boundaries in a new season of your life. Like as you move into this new season, yeah. there's going to be people that you're no longer going to ha- like allow access to certain parts of you. And that's not because you're an asshole. That's because you have now moved beyond where they are Absolutely. and to keep that relationship good. I love that. I think that's brilliant, brilliant advice as a, as an entrepreneur. I mean, even as a photographer, I didn't have community until like, like three or four years ago. And I still wasn't really in it. And I made sure that I, I, I I was like, I need to have a very safe space of like, okay, yeah, I can dive into it if I need that support, if I couldn't do it alone, but I, I still didn't want to be 
entrapped by that community and make it my identity as well, right? I wanted to still just be like, this is cool. This is so beautiful. I'll take pieces of this, have whatever it is resonates with me or helps me. But I still am on this t- totally different path because each path is so individual and unique to each to oneself. Well, because this is now a two-hour podcast. <laughs> no, it's not two hours, oh but it's God. a long, a yeah. long fucking podcast. I love you, and I'm I'm really, really proud of you. Thank and I you. know everybody you. else is going to be very proud of you as well. And I'm just really excited to see where you go from here. And I'm also really excited to do a workshop together. Cause like, I know, let's do that. Let's absolutely do that. I think that's perfect. Literally text you as soon as we're done and be like, yeah. when? And Breezy needs to, I need to still work with Breezy on what we're, because again, it's mind, body, soul, baby. It's so mind, important. body, soul. Yep. All right. So if y'all want to go and connect with her, as always, she's at Kelly Balch on Instagram. Um, pretty much everything you can go to, you can go to your website too, but pretty much everything about you is on your Instagram too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah go my to my website, Balch. give her a follow, slide into her DMS. She loves a good DM conversation, but like I said, <laughs> it's not going to be surface level. So I've actually, I was just about to say, I've actually have been horrible with DMS cause it's been so surface and I'm just like, I have no energy for that. I want yeah. tell me something deep DM me with something very beautiful and deep. Or something yeah, maybe there. Yeah, if you if if she's resonating with you, I mean, she's obviously like you're starting to you're gonna start like branching out and doing workshops and working with people. So you know, don't be afraid to reach out and if you wanna if you feel called to reach out to Kelly to work with her because if you find your first clients through this episode, I will be so happy. But also just be bringing it back to you because we're gonna be doing a workshop together. <laughs> right there's that. There's that. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, happy new year from Kelly and I. Kelly, I love you so much. And we'll love I'm you. Sure you'll be back on here soon. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. Um, have a happy new year. Set those intentions. Y'all, she's amazing. I'm so excited for her. I'm so excited for what her and I are going to do together. We really need to create this workshop or course or whatever it looks like. I'm pumped though, because uh, I just know whatever it manifests into is going to be amazing. So Uh, I hope you enjoyed that as much as I enjoyed it and as much as I enjoyed interviewing it. Please go follow me on Instagram if you don't already. Um, I'm Danielle underscore on the daily. The podcast is at on the daily pod and then Kelly is at Kelly Balch. Go find us, send us messages, slide into the DMs, all the things. Uh, And as always, I appreciate your support and I hope you have an amazing new year. We'll see you on Friday for another unplugged episode. 